Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we talk about all the chapters collected on Viz's website from Shonen Jump, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. Hey, we're in person, Kevin. I can see you. I, I know. I can look into your eyes and be awkward while we do this podcast. How do yes. we do this again? I don't know, but I'm just very glad that we're going to have one audio track for me to edit. It's so much easier. I had forgotten how much easier it was. And I'm also very glad to be on a mixer as opposed to just running my raw mic audio through a compressor. At least you got a compressor. Well, I I guess I run Zach through a compressor, too. Sometimes it worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it worked. Like, it's a dyna- I really like that dynamic compressor plugin that I found, but it still tends to pick up every little thing that the mixer will cut out. Yeah, I'm aware. Thank you to Kevin for putting up with editing that for like 50 weeks, it feels like. I don't think it was that long, but it feels like it. And thank all of you for listening to us while our audio is bad. If you're back because it's good again, welcome back. Yeah. I thought we had a pretty good Shonen Jump this week, Kevin. Yeah, so did I. After that, we will talk about Pokemon Adventures Volume 2 because I've been in a Poke mood. But before that, shall we just jump right in? Let's do it. First off, we have One Piece Chapter 1015 Chains. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I really liked One Piece. I really, like, you know, just some of the little moments got me. One of my favorite was Sanji swinging Zoro on, like, a sword, like, knocking some guy off into the distance. Yeah. I really liked it and be like, Chopper, take care of him. He's got the strength of 10 men when he's healthy. And Zoro's just like, 2,000. <laughs> Chopper's like, what is that? Zoro? <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then I liked the bits with Yamato and Kaido at the end. Yeah, I had a little bit of setting problem of, like, is that the same spot where Kaido was just with Momonosuke, or has he moved on? Did Momo escape? Did Kaido kill him? I, I think they escaped, because they have that thing of Shinobu uses her ripe ripe fruit, and, yeah. like, a cl- we see part of a cliff falling away, so I'm wondering if she used that to try and escape, and then right as Kaido was going to go after them, Yamato showed up. That like, that's also how, how my I read came. it. I, I think... There, I put an extra step of, I think, Kaido pursued them, and then Yamato okay. met him elsewhere, but fair. I don't know. Yeah, I, there was a bit where Luffy was drowning underwater, and I was like, oh, man, how's Luffy get out, get out of this one? I'm like, Jeremy, you're a fucking idiot. You forgot Trafficker Law has a submarine right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I did like that showing up, and I love the, you know, we have bits of despair from some of the Straw Hats as Kaido announces that I've beaten Luffy. And then, of course, not everyone feels that way. Yeah, Sanji's like, okay, I'm going to kick a brontosaurus then. Yeah. I defeated <laughs> I defeated Luffy. You guys are going to lose now. Nah. He'll turn it around. I don't know. You probably, like, threw him down a hole, and that slows him down for a while. Wow. But usually when he gets out, you get punched real good, so. <laughs> Somehow he gets out stronger. I don't understand it, but. Even Law is like, yeah, well. Um, the more the people say Luffy's going to get beat, the more I think, yeah, he's probably going to win. Yeah. So can we team up, kid? Because apparently I'm the only adult in this comic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was good. And I loved, I don't remember who was talking about it, but it was, you know, how many miracles have you seen? Yeah, that, I, think I think that's Sanji. I think that was Sanji talking to Chopper, I yeah. think, because Chopper is really disheartened mm-hmm. by Luffy being beaten. And Sanji's like, come on, dude, you've literally been with us. How many miracles have you seen? Yeah. You've been here practically since the beginning. Yeah. Except for like 300 or something. I don't think it's actually that high, but it's probably close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you were right. Prespero is in that fight for some reason. Yes. Still not not sure what's going on there. Someone should probably punch him. I don't know. 
He's he's there. I do love Sanji using Queen to block the arrow <laughs> ram yes. was pretty cool. Just kicking a Brontosaurus neck into arrows. Yes. Good move. <laughs> yeah, anything else you wanted to say on One Piece? No, I really good. That brings us to My Hero Academia number 315, Platitudes, which I also really liked. Yes. The Fajin quirk does seem more and more like it's just uh, the quirk he already had, but I do like the way it functions narratively. This is slightly different enough that, again, it leads me to that theory that the regular one-for-all is like a combination of a lot of these things. So, like, Fajin is a huge part of, since it was one of the early powers, it's a huge part of what it does. But that whole, like, being able to store kinetic energy in your limbs is pretty cool. And that, like, that makes it different than, oh, he just, you know, exploded through the building. And he was like, oh, yeah, all this, like, movement that I'm doing, it's that, it's one of my favorite items for Harry Dresden. He's got those rings that store kinetic energy anytime he moves his arm that then he can release. Like, it's a very similar idea. Yeah, I do think that the creator just is like, Deku should be more like Spider-Man, I think. So I'm going to give him whips to swing from and the (laughs) ability to change his momentum (laughs) midair. This is what my character needs that he doesn't have yet. He's got spider sense. (laughs) Spider-Man has a smoke screen, right? That's one of his famous spider powers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I like this chapter a lot. I like him defeating the gaunt. I like her being like, oh, you have beaten me. Time for French. And then she explodes. Yes, because... (laughs) I do like that All for One was like, yeah, I knew you might not be able to work through it, so I put a failure clause in there. But then uh, Hawk shows up right at the end to be like, hey, you're not dying on me yet. Yeah, I hope Nagant sticks around. I like her power. I like her as a character. She looks very exploded. but (laughs) Yes, but we've also seen other people be very exploded and be not okay, but not dead. My hero's just been pretty lethal lately. Yes. Which could be too let this survival be more impactful. Oh, to jump back a little bit, I'm pretty sure that Kinemon is dead in One Piece, considering we have that shot of... He's dead now. He was not dead last week. No. But, you know, it's there's that... Oh, he's not... I didn't make a note of that. I do love Kaido just being like, hey, the problem with being beaten is people don't realize when they are. Yeah. Like, I think that's supposed to be a pretty big heel turn for Kaido, but I still... It just more convinces me he's the nicest (laughs) villain we've ever had in One Piece. Yeah. So sorry to jump back on that, but I just remembered that moment of him just getting stabbed. I was like, yeah, we just have him being stabbed in panel. It's just a flesh wound. (laughs) He missed all my vital organs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, One Piece pretty good. Yes. My hero also pretty good. Yes. That'll bring us to Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 151, Perfect Preparation, Part 4. What did you think of Jujutsu Kaisen this week, Kevin? I really liked Jujutsu Kaisen this week as well. Not... I did like this fight scene. I wasn't as into it as I was last week, but I definitely did really like it. And I like the thing with the new guy that I can't remember comparing my to Megumi's dad. Yeah. And being like, you're an imposter. And just like some of the stuff going on with that was pretty great. Yeah. I I also know you like 24 frames per second guy. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote a she can see she can fight joke. Yeah, I know. That's all I got. I didn't super care for Jujutsu Kaisen this week. I feel like this part of the arc is going too long. Mm-hmm. I get it. I agree. I should be a badass, and we should see that. But I think it's more impactful if it's over quickly. The Fair. longer the story stretches, the more it seems like she struggles, and the less impact that has. 
Yeah, I'm hoping this is close to the end of it because she's now beaten him. It just seems like every week another guy's going to jump up and be like, and you, one more random encounter. You should really get out of this tall grass. Yeah. I just, I did love the her figuring out how his power works and was like, I'm finally like fast enough to see that you're making 24 movements per second. Like, and she's like in the fight, she's counting, you know, six, seven, 13. And as he's attacking, she's like, oh, that's what you're doing. Like, as long you have to move at exactly 24 frames per second, which is cool. Yeah, that's a good power. Mm -hmm. I also didn't recognize this guy until they started saying that's what his power is. I'm like, I remember that power. Gotcha. I don't remember that guy. I remember that power. I knew him because I knew. Because it's also the same power that his father had, who was in the train station. Like, they introduced him at the beginning of this whole arc thing of he was that guy's kid, but he had the same power. I don't remember this, but I believe you. That'll bring us to Mashal, Magic, and Muscles, Chapter 65, Mash, Burn, Dead, and Running in the Rain. I thought Mashal was kind of nothing this week, Kevin. Seemed kind of played out to me. Yeah, a little bit. I did like the joke at the end of, he was like, well, I mean, I've seen your shtick once, so this is a shonen anime, it's not going to work twice. Yeah, I did like that subversion, that got a little chuckle out of me, but the rest of the chapter is just, meh, yeah, yeah, no, it's totally just stuff fair. happening. There's a shonen arc going around, it's like the end of a tuning exams in here. Yes, we'll uh, talk more on that later. The, the Hokage's going to die, probably. Yes, but it, like, it was still pretty good. Not amazing, but very meh. Yeah, I will agree. Anything else you want to say on it? I no. don't have much. That'll bring us to blue box number eight, doubles. What did you think of blue box this week, Kevin? I really liked blue box again this week. So did I. It was super weird seeing them do this thing they just did in high school family in blue box. Basically, high school family yeah. is making fun of this trope, so I, I get how it happens, but it seems super weird and dissonant, but I also really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked the... Hey, all right, you're stuck on my doubles team. Well, we're going to put you through this super intense training. Yeah, because the main character, whose name I don't know, gets put on the same team as his rival for... His older Dead rival. Dival. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one he almost beat but didn't. Yes. And doesn't realize he's he almost beat. And so his rival gives him the super tough training regimen. Yeah. And of course, he overhears that at the end that his rival is only tough on people he thinks has potential and otherwise he just ignores them. Yeah. So it's like, it's actually a good thing that he's being this tough on you. And I do really like at the end where he was like, and this guy stuck through it. Like, way to go. Yeah. Like, to his friends was like, I'm impressed, kid. Yeah. I also love that he overhears that he has a crush on Chisaki and is just like, oh, you're never going to win her like that. And at the end, it's like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. I have a different girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. She's into acting. It's hot. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. It, it was very good. Anything else you want to say on it? No. That'll bring us to Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 47, Collaborative Mission, <laughs> uh, which I quite like. Yes. It's, I think, doing a pretty good job of writing the line between what it is and typical shonen anime arc. Mm-hmm. I do kind of want it to tilt more in that direction, but one small criticism I have of Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, it has gotten super hard in the shonen angle and lost a lot of its main identity lately. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's just because it's the climax of the arc and it would be honestly kind of awkward to just suddenly transition into comedy. Yeah, but the enemy types are also part of that, right? Yeah. And even when it was more shown in the end, you still had a hammerhead shark guy. Yes. As their opponent, which is not the case right now. But we're not talking about that yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a heat Ayakashi who loves making humans miserable in the feet in the heat. So Rio's like, ah, oh, I will activate swimsuit mode on all of your costumes, <laughs> and we will have fun in the summer to draw it out. Yes. Yeah, that was really great, and I love that. It's like, oh, sorry, Shizu, and she's like, don't worry, I have a built-in <laughs> swimsuit mode. <laughs> yep. It's like, I came prepared. I also like the moment of Matsuri being like, you know, at first I was kind of like nonplussed with her new outfit, but now I kind of like it, and he's like, the weird amount of skin it shows, even though it's like a sweatshirt. Yeah, well, it's a superhero sweatshirt that just has a bunch of holes in it for no goddamn reason. (laughs) Yes. Her armpits are bare, and she's basically just wearing a sweatshirt and some spats. Look, it's good luck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not arguing with that. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say on it, though. There there are sexy swimsuit shenanigans. What more do you want? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was funny. Next up, we have Dr. Stone's Z equals 199 super alloys. What did you think of Dr. Stone this week, Kevin? This is kind of a return to form to Dr. Stone, which isn't a bad thing. I just, I thought a bunch of other stuff outperformed it this week of it was like, yeah, we're making super alloys. Okay. They get a lot of stuff this week. Yes. Like a, in the past, the one thing I'll say for it, Dr. Stone could have stretched this out over like five chapters. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to complain, but it's that return to form of we need to get a thing. Thing get. Yes. I, I put thing get in my notes three times. <laughs> I do like the the thing with Zenu being like, well, I shall be the scientist of darkness. <laughs> I'm very into shonen anime, it turns out. <laughs> That's my other passion. Science and shonen. Yes. I would Senku, you part. can be the scientist of light. <laughs> I feel like Senku, but now I'm like neutral science at best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like Sukiya being like, I understand science now, kind of. Yeah. I had to do it for seven years, and she was like, even I understand you can't make electricity flow through gases. And I do like that Zeno was like, wow, I'm actually impressed that you learned that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like that they keep talking about chrome the alloy. And yeah. And the puns with chrome the guy. Yeah. Yeah. We need to fill this chrome with poison. <laughs> and then we're going to throw him in, the, and then we're going to throw some chrome into this pot. What? You're going to do what with chrome? Yeah. Pretty good. Yes. Last but not least, we have Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, Depth 45, Sinking Anigashima. This felt not super rushed to me, but it felt like we were suddenly at the end of the arc. Yeah, uh, there's a bit of that. I still liked the ending, though. It's a good climax with them on a giant tidal wave and Shark getting the magic hand and punching through the other magic hand. Yes. That's really good stuff. Good drawings. Just, it seemed like, oh, wow, we're here now. We were underwater, I think, a minute ago, and now we're on a giant tidal wave. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew there was the giant tidal wave, but it's like he, Shark's new girlfriend, Aquaman, but all the sea critters to come help him out. I thought it was Chaco that did that, but I thought he looked at the mermaid girl. I mean, it could be either was, one. Yeah, I do love the image of Chaco like riding on him, like he's riding a motorcycle. Yes, that was good. I also like the. Uh, listen, I've seen a lot of weird shit, but I don't think I've ever seen a cop surfing a whale. And he's like, well, have you ever seen a cop punch, shonen punch you so hard you're arrested? <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's how that works. Oh. Yeah. I also do like the bit of like, ha, there's nothing you can do. And then he looks over and sees that he has the the right <laughs> hand. And he's just like, what? Where did you get that? You, you literally left it on the floor, bro. Yeah. It was just like there. Seems like a, a big hole in your evil plan, actually. I, the big thing was it was like. The he, idea that it won't choose him. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, what? It shows you. And that. Dolphin, like, 
stored a bunch of energy in it, which is how he was able to win with his punch. Yeah. Look, so, it's not bad. Yeah, no. It just seemed like, oh, wow, we got here fast. Yeah. I, I just, I really liked that ending moment of Shark riding, surfing a whale to go punch this dude so hard his arm exploded. <laughs> and then a tidal wave just fell. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Well, I mean, he was being weird with it anyway. Like, yeah. he literally made it just stop. True. All right. If that's all you have to say on Hardboiled Cup and Dolphin, that'll take us into Jump Card. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just the stuff we read every week. Uh, full 20 chapters this week. So, Kevin, what do you have at number 20? That's where I put High School Family. I don't think High School Family was bad this week. But... It's got a super weird tone, right? Yeah. It felt really to me like the it was going to be like, and that's the final chapter of High School Family. Yep, same. We're jumping forward a little bit. We go through a bunch of arcs really quickly, but then there's just more. And now it's just summer vacation. Yeah. So... It's again. It's not that it was bad. I just think everything else was better, and that, like you said, it's just and and now summer vacation. I'm done with this arc. Let's move on. <laughs> I have Sakamoto days at twenty. Okay. I felt very awkward about these new characters and whose side I'm supposed to think they're on. Fair. And whose motivation is what, and why? Yeah. No, that's totally fair. It's not much higher for me. Oh, what do you have at nineteen? That's where I put I tell C. See, the th- the problem with ITLC is sometimes it shows flashes of competency. Not flashes of greatness, but flashes of competency. And I want to like this. Kevin, I also want it to be canceled tomorrow, but I want to <laughs> like it. Fair. And I feel like this chapter was incredibly competent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, it's just been losing me. So it's like, you know, this is why I'm doing it. I'm like, I don't care about any of you. Sorry. Yeah, but like that seems like the purpose of this whole story is to... Humanize criminals and give them motivations. Yeah. This was, it was fine to me, which is all to say I put high school family at 19. Sure. What do you have at 18? That's where I put me and Robico. Yep. Zabuza jokes because at least they were more subtle and just like name dropped Zabuza rather than somebody pointing out, hey, that's like Naruto. Yeah. I did kind of like the ending where he's like, here, I have these very specific shoes you wanted as a reward. Yes. Oh, here, let me get you this gift. What? Women's shoes in my mom's size? <laughs> yeah. How did you know? <laughs> I didn't. I just had them lying around. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have at 17? That's where I put Sakamoto days. Gotcha. The, like, assassins seem weird that maybe they're on, not necessarily Sakamoto's side, but they're obviously not against these lab dudes. Or they are against these lab dudes, but they're, like, not necessarily against Sakamoto. Yeah, it's just very weird, and I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to think about them. It seems like they went real hard heel on them, and mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, but they're Sakamoto's friends. We're supposed to like them, actually. Yep. All right, what are we, 17? 17. I have Undead on Luck at 17. Sure. There were bits of it I liked, but it also just seemed real like, and now let's all do, go together and do this thing. Yep. Seems like well, you would have been really useful like a minute ago. Yeah. I mean, I guess now we literally need you to Shonen defeat this thing. 
because only Tia Merck will triumph. That was what the book said. But yep, yeah, it's my number sixteen. I I feel the exact same way. I got Mashal at sixteen. Okay, like I said, it was just kind of nothing. It did give a little chuckle at the end, which is why I put it where it is. But that's fair. I just I I liked some of the fight, so it went actually quite a bit higher. Gotcha. Uh, I have nine dragons at fifteen. Again, it's not that I thought Nine Dragons was bad, but this was just kind of like uh, their training regimen worked. It's like, yeah, now they need this team to job against. You yep. want to watch a baseball game? Well, we're going to have them job through one real quick. Yep. It's kind of like that. Also, they got some new guys. Yeah. I, like, I'm glad they're moving into this, hey, let's start working on being a team. But it's like, okay, yeah, you introduced those two like actually good characters to bring you up to seven, but we never actually really met them. You were like, hi, these are our, you know, team members six and seven. Cool. What do you do? Moving on. Wait. <laughs> wait. Also, we got these guys. <laughs> One we of got, them has a crush on the manager. Yeah, we got some extra dudes to fill in the outfield. Okay. <laughs> I got ITLC at 15. Sure. Flashes of competence. What do you got at 14? That's where I put Candy Flurry. Okay. This, uh, speaking of tuning exams, it's, hey, look, it's the tuning exams. Yep, uh, sure is. We got some crazy dude who's murdering all of the contestants in the tuning exams, maybe. But it's like, oh, Matt, wow. That's like literally just ripping pages out of the Shonen book. And it was like, I, I don't know this. Yep. I watched Naruto. Did you watch Naruto? <laughs> Young kids probably didn't. It's all, It's for old men now. <laughs> I got nine dragons at 14. Sure. All the same stuff you said. What do you got at 13? I have Mago-chan at 13. I thought it was actually pretty cute. I liked the ending. I actually really liked the ending of the, haha, I've actually turned that idiot uh, on the path toward enlightenment. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, they're sincerely invested in education. <laughs> that is a great. very good joke. I thought there was a lot of really good yeah, jokes no, there were. It went high for me. I also love Teacher Uris, who was like, you just run electricity through your hand. And uh, Ren's like, no one can do that, but then he can. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, so what does this do? And she was like, excellent. That puzzle and expression is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was good. Just I tended to like some of the other stuff more. Uh, I got Candy Flare at 13. Sure. Again, all the stuff you said. Mm-hmm. What do you got at 12? That's where I have Mission Yozakura. Interesting. That's where I have Dr. Stone. I, I'll let you say your bit sure. first because I'll say my interesting stuff doesn't come until I have my 11. I liked, I liked some of the cute stuff in Mission Yozakura, but I was still just like mostly confused about the grandfather and the father. I, I like that scene, but it does seem like the father is just like, and now I away. Yeah, the next arc. <laughs> <laughs> I cast, or I use my escape rope. Ah, damn. That's a good ninja trick. A spy trick? Spies are just ninjas in the present. Spies are just Western ninjas, or ninjas are Eastern spies, really. Yeah, it's true. But the fiction about them is different. Very few ninjas give their na- full name and address at the hotel so that <laughs> a hot lady can find them later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I have Dr. Stone there. I think we said our bid on it. It was fine, uh, yeah. but very typical Dr. Stone. What do you have at 11? That's where I put Black Clover. Always surprised when I put Black Clover higher than you. Not by, my, not by much this week. I'm thinking it's because it's a new power for what's her bucket? Noelle. Noelle. I do like that character. And all this stuff is very nice shonen stuff. Yep. It has a lot of Black Clover problems. Not the ones I've talked about before. This is a problem in manga compared to anime already. But a lot of manga will very quickly move to new powers and situations because they don't have as much space, mm-hmm. whereas anime takes more time to explore them. I feel like that's hyper-accelerated in Black Clover, though. Yeah. Nobody has more than two seconds with a new power before the fight is over and they're on to their next new power. Yes. I, I feel that way, too. So, I it, like, I did like it. 
yeah. I have Mission Years of Kura family at 11. Sure. Because I like the cute moments at the end. I did like the fight between the grandpa and the dad. I do like that the week after I said, I hope Mission Years of Kura family doesn't get good and Dr. Stone gets bad. I put Mission Years of Kura family a spot ahead of Dr. Stone. But here <laughs> we are. What do you got at 10? That's where I have Dr. Stone. I do agree with you. You know, it was just pretty good Dr. Stone stuff. Yeah, that's 10. I, I, I got Black Clover at 10. Uh, okay. Like, Noelle's cute. I like her. Yeah. This is all, like, fine shonen stuff. Black Clover can do fine shonen stuff. I would like it to mean something for more than one more chapter, but yep. Sailor V. What do you got at nine? It's where I have Mashal. You know, like I said, I, I did, I liked that joke at the end, and I, I liked some of the, just the silly, like, body humor of oh well he had abel's puppet to hide in the last time what's he gonna do now and he just like jumps on top of the ones in the air i thought that was awkwardly drawn which i think is on purpose it's supposed to look looney tunes but it didn't look funny to me i got you it looked funny to me so i got maga chan at nine sure like i said i laughed at it quite a bit fair what do you got a date that's where i have witch watch i really like this whole bit between the two of them and the old guy being like oh the lover's tree that's not the lover's tree over there's the lover's tree and the two of them are sitting under it yeah it's cute ending Mm -hmm. i have it slightly higher i got hard-boiled cop and dolphin a day actually okay i I quite liked it that punch is real good but like i said i felt like we were like uh going 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 oh yeah the sarc has to be over okay bye we need to get back to the comedy what do you got at seven that's where i have the elusive samurai really solid i really liked a lot of the you know, oh, these are the traps we set up, and I do like the the one Archer dude being like, how are we going to deal with these people? It's like, oh, don't worry, we have these young kids to deal with them, and they just, like, cut a dude's head off. And a very, it's like they don't behead him, they, like, cut into his torso from the neck. As weird as that sounds, like, you know, melon ball his neck out. They samurai cut him. Yes. I got Witch Watch at seven. Sure. Just slightly higher than you. Mm-hmm. What do you got at six? That's where I have my hero. It was really good. I just, I, you know, I liked a lot of the stuff at the top this week. I got Jujutsu Kaisen at six. Sure. Liked it, so don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I t- talked about my quibbles with it when we talked about it. Mm-hmm. What do you got at five? Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. That's where I put Elusive Samurai. Gotcha. I like I, I like the bit about armor quite a bit. Yes, I, I did I like, like that. I like the new sword guy. Be like, ah, oh, I got to sword fight some guys. Mm-hmm. I like the plan in the end. Uh, Elusive Samurai is turning out better and better. Every week. I am pleasantly surprised by it quite frequently. What do you got for? I just wanted to say on Elusive Samurai, that's how, not specifically how I felt with Assassination Classroom, but it was one of those things that grew on me. Like, it was like, I'm enjoying it, and then I enjoyed it more as it continued on, so I'm glad that Elusive Samurai seems to be doing the same thing. I have Hardwell Cop and Dolphin at four. I just, I really like that punch at the end of him literally obliterating the other fist. Fair. It's a good moment. I got Ayakashi Triangle at four. Sure. Swimsuit mode. Yep. Everybody gets a swimsuit mode. Susan's like, I can't prepare it. I knew you would screw me, Rio. So I'm in my own swimsuit mode. Yes. Well, and she like specifically points out, it's like, it's got transformation built in, so I can make it do whatever I want. <laughs> I can be like a slutty Sailor Moon. It'll be great. <laughs> That's what I have at number three. Okay. Oh, I got Blue Box at number three. Sure. Because genuine emotional affection. It's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you got at two? I got Blue Box at number two. Just really good. That's where I put my hero. I really sure. like the Nagant stuff. I really like her shooting Chisaki, which we didn't even talk about. And Deku being like, yeah, I could tell you missed on purpose. Yeah. I also stopped you because I'm faster than the speeding bullet, but. Yeah. Well, and I like that he's like, everyone knows that, like, everyone has it in their head that All Might's faster than a speeding bullet, so I need to live up to that. 
Yeah. Like, that was a good moment. Yeah. We didn't even talk about all the cool stuff in One Piece this week. It's number one because it's great. Yep. Moving quickly, see lots of characters. We didn't even talk about Momo talking to Luffy with his magic powers. Yes. Be like, hey, Luffy says he's going to kill every Be Kaido, don't worry. He's just drowning a little bit right now. Yeah, I do like that <laughs> moment of they're like, is he speaking underwater? Who's he talking to? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've i always wanted to see more from Traffickers' crew. I understand why they can't all be characters, because there's so many. Have, yeah, we, we have we too already, many. But. Yes. But he has a polar bear on his crew. Come on. And a giant and yeah, no, a pilot got... and, and a submarine pilot. Yeah, he's got some cool crew members. That'll do it for Jump Card. We read Pokemon Adventures Volume 2 this week, and we will talk about that after the break. We read Pokemon Adventures Volume 2 this week. Pokemon Adventures, one of my favorite manga series. What did you think of Volume 2, Kevin? I had a little bit of, it's been a while since we read the first one, so I was like, wait, what exactly happened? But I like quickly got back into it. That's also, I think, exacerbated, because Pokemon Adventures, especially the first arc, will skip around a lot. A lot happens off screen. Yeah. And it's in one panel, they were like, and then he beat two other gym leaders. Yeah. They were evil Team Rocket members. We'll see them later, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had that. I was like, did... Did he fight Surge and Koga? I, I, don't, I don't remember that. Green shows up in this volume, and I will desperately try not to call her blue because she is blue in my heart. Because <laughs> that's what the translation I read called her. Gotcha. So who who was blue then? Green. Oh, okay. Because in Japan, that red and green were launched initially. Gotcha. And blue came later as like a special updated edition. Gotcha. But the American versions were based on blue because it was coded less awfully, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. So they we got red and blue. Anyway, yeah, I love blue. Slash green. I love that girl. She teaches all her Pokemon fly. That's a spoiler. She's got that Jigglypuff that she flies around. I guess it's a balloon. Yes. It's very good. I do like the just the overall tone of slightly more realistic Pokemon. And I say slightly more realistic because there's still that level of, dude, there's a couple of Magmar like destroying a town. This would be much worse. <laughs> They're than... just destroying a science museum, Kevin. No one cares about the science museum. Yes. But it's like, oh yeah, we're just in the safari zone and there's two uh, extremely horny Nido Kings. You know, and it was like, this is this is very, very bad. Like, he should be dead. I realize he's not, but... Yeah, I think the reason I like it so much is I absolutely adore the tone of Pokemon Adventures because mm-hmm. it's slightly more mature in those ways, yes. like you said. But Red is also just Bugs Bunny in this uh, yeah. manga. He literally knocks out a Team Rocket guy off screen and steals his clothes to infiltrate Team Rocket. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, Red just beats up a like fully grown man <laughs> silently. Look, to be fair, you do that a lot in Pokemon, Red, yes. the game. You beat up a lot of Team Rocket members. You just never are smart enough to steal their clothes and try to sneak into Team Rocket so a girl can flirt with you under false pretenses. Yes. Because Pokemon is not as good as Pokemon Adventures. No. I also love the weird little nods to the game, like Machoke, who evolves via trade, evolves when Red and Blue accidentally mess up their Pokemon and have to use each other's for a chapter. Yeah. Yeah, I like that moment where like they accidentally spread their... their- 
is that they run into each other and spread their Pokeballs all yeah. around. Well, Blue has just gotten the Porygon from the game center and it's not listening to him. That's and right. And it like slams into them when they're yeah. running into each other by coincidence and they all drop their Pokeballs. And I love how Red's Pokemon are just super disciplined afterwards. Yeah, and Blue's Pokemon are much more affectionate now <laughs> because Red was like, oh, come on, guys, let's get along. Yep. I also really like the way Team Rocket is in this. They're not like an actual threat, but they have a plan. Yeah, it's much, it's not we're stealing random Pokemon, like, you know, we're looking to build powerful Pokemon, like, you know, we have the chapter where they're building Mewtwo, we have the chapter, or I guess it's a couple of chapters where they're collecting the legendary birds because they're like, Mewtwo broke out, shit. Like, I do love that Mewtwo breaks out off screen, (laughs) essentially, and they're like, all right, well, now we're collecting the legendary birds to make those our super weapons. They also genetically engineered an Eevee so it could evolve into all three of its forms. At will. Yeah, and Red's like, that's my Eevee now. Yes. Ha, three forms. <laughs> Look, that Eevee gets better later, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they're all bits of that, too, like, where Green's like, do you know how many Pokemon there are? And Red's like, I'm not an idiot. There are 150. Yep. And she was like, what's that one, then? <laughs> Yeah, and Mew gets to be the legendary. I also like the way legendary Pokemon are used in the ad- adventures manga for the most part. Yeah, they seem less like literally there's only one. They see that's actually the one bit of the manga I don't like is that it does for the most part imply that. What? That there's only one of each. Sort Ooh. of like like with Mew, although I, I bet they go back on that later. Yeah. And like I, with uh, Mewtwo, there's only one, but there's also only one canonically because. It yeah. was created in the lab. Yeah. But it didn't It didn't seem like, because it was, the line that made me think that it wasn't that was, oh yeah, we went to the power plant and caught a Zapdos. Gotcha. I just know later there'll be a character called Crystal, who her goal is to complete the Pokedex, and she does catch all the legendary Pokemon and release them. <laughs> She's also just absurdly good at catching Pokemon. It's her superpower. Because in the gold, silver, crystal arc, they basically all have a superpower. Gotcha. She kicks Pokeballs things and they just get caught. Nice. Crystal's great. The gold, silver arc is great, but that's a while away. Gotcha. The yellow arc is surprisingly long. Hmm. Spoilers they fight the Elite Four, who are eco terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Adventures is great. Yeah, no, there's a there's a ton of fun stuff going on. Also, Misty hangs out and is like, here, have my Gyarados. You can't get a Surf HM, ha ha. Yeah. my Gyarados. Because Dragonite blew it up. <laughs> because it was underwater. <laughs> like, I love that. Yep. So here, because what is she? She takes Krabby, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, here, have a Gyarados. I'll take your Krabby. It's like, that's I, a water Pokemon. I could do something with that, probably. That's. I was like, that seems like a good trade. <laughs> yeah. I really, really like Pokemon Adventures. Also, Giovanni is here. Yes. For foreshadowing. He's like, I am just a normal man who is not trying to murder you while your back is turned red. Do yeah. not worry. Well, I also like that he's like, nope, that guy's just an idiot kid. I don't have to actually murder a child and then try and cover it up. He'll murder himself. <laughs> He'll probably like go to the Safari Zone and make some horny Nido Kings angry. Yeah. Well, like, and I I do like that where it, it comes off as he was like almost willing to do it, but then was like, nah, I don't need to go through the hassle. Like, it's still, you know, cartoonishly villainish of him to be like, oh, you're not going to be worth it. Especially if it's like, oh, those Magmar are going to hunt him to the ends of the earth. Better murder them real quick. Yep. So I am evil. Yes. With my evil Clayster. <laughs> Clayster's pretty evil. I mean, you know. He's got that no face. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah, there's it goes by pretty quick, though, because it the chap, like I said, it moves very quickly. We see him fight Erica, who's a major character, but he beats Koga and Surge off screen. Yep. 
Sabrina's got her cool evil rocket uniform that I am mega into. <laughs> so if you wanted to know that about me. There's also, he meets Blaine, who is an ex-evil gym leader. Yes. Because the trick about the first arc is half the gym leaders are evil and half of them are good. <laughs> yeah, and I do like that where, I also like that Blaine is like, oh no, we're fighting Moltres. Quick, run to my lab and evolve an Aerodactyl. I think G- the Giovanni gave you the old Amber, right? Yep. <laughs> it's only going to be level 15. It'll be fine. It's just, Rock is four times effective against Moltres. That's why it's a terrible Pokemon. <laughs> Galarian Moltres, on the other hand, that thing will beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, but that that island hasn't been found yet. That island won't be found for 30 years. Oh, God, my bones. Blaine <laughs> is going to be dead by the time that island is found. <laughs> it's okay. His son will be running his gym for him. <laughs> no, that's Koga's daughter. Fair, I was just, like... Pretty blatantly canonically an incel. <laughs> I was just more going to the fact that it's like most of the gyms are then run by different family members. Yeah. I don't think that's so much in Black and White too, though, which has the most new gyms, but... Okay, I never played those. So. Yeah, gotcha. But you're right, it is a common trope. Mm-hmm. Or in Sword and Shield, just like, hey, that boy wears a lot of pink. He's yes. my replacement now. It looks like his arc is in, a, is in his Empire Strikes Back phase. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have much more to say about it. It's a fun time. Yeah, I highly recommend is. Pokemon Adventures if you are even like moderately interested in Pokemon. Because like I said, I think the tone is perfect. It's still very kiddish and silly, Yeah, but, but it, it does have that more realistic edge and villains that are trying a plan. Yeah, and like I like the Pokemon powers being used differently as well as like... I always come back to that meme of, uh, why does Lieutenant Surge even need Pokemon? He could just beat the shit out of other Pokemon. <laughs> like, look at that man. He's eight feet tall. He is Guile from Street Fighter. Yes. He can do a flash kick. <laughs> well, Pokemon saved him in the war, though, Kevin. I, I know. He can beat your ass, but he can also have his Raichu beat his, your ass while he beats an adult's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be funny in, in his gym if he just is like, all right, you beat my Pokemon. Now you have to beat me. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> How did you get through my trash can maze? Maybe the most awful puzzle in all of Pokemon. <laughs> Do you like 50-50 chances? The game corner isn't illegal in most countries yet, so we can still have gambling in this game. Not in this manga, though. No. We just see Blue as one one at gambling. Yes. Well, Red, I decided to go play Pachinko until I could afford <laughs> Until I could afford a Porygon. Oh, also, all of Pallet Town has been kidnapped. Yeah, we have an imposter, Professor Oak. Yes. I forgot actually, about that bit. Is he an Alakazam or is he a Kadabra? He's a Kadabra. Okay. You know, because Kadabra can transform into humans. It's fine. Yep. Like you said, using Pokemon powers in weird ways, you can't use them in the games. Yep. <laughs> and Sabrina just put a barrier around Saffron City. Yes. But still has the four guards at the gate that just won't let anyone in because they're thirsty. <laughs> Remember that time, Pokemon, where you give the guard water, and he's like, I'll share this with all the other guards, so they'll let you in. This one bottle of water. Because <laughs> there's only one vending machine in the world, and it's in Celadon City. Yes. I also, because I played more silver and gold, I just love the moment where you get stumped by the Suwudu, and it's like, oh god, every path forward goes through this one fucking bush. <laughs> Uh, it's way better in Sword and Shield, where there are just people at the end of every road being like, you can't go this way yet, you haven't beaten the game yet. <laughs> what, like, puzzles and and key items and funny-shaped keys? No, we're just going to stand here until <laughs> you've done what we think you need to do. No, you, no you, you're not You're not worthy. What? Yeah, the, the game developers told me you're not worthy, so sorry. 
we're team uh, Yell. We don't really have a motivation or a base or a plot because Game Freak didn't finish it, but you can't pass because Marnie's cute. <laughs> yeah, anything else you want to say about Pokemon Adventures, Kevin? Nope. That will just lead us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto. He would have a Ninetales. Yes. Uh, at the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. And in the center, we have we have Red from Pokemon Adventures. Hey! I do like Red more after this because he's Bugs Bunny, but I don't think he goes too much higher. So Sure. No, he probably stays exactly here, even though I like him more, mm-hmm. looking at who's above him. Who do you want to add, Kevin? I was thinking Green. Green? I mean, that makes the most sense. I love her. She's the best. Mm-hmm. She has a, can't wait until we get to her Blastoise who she teaches fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> you don't even know Blue, her backstory yet. No. It, it's kind of great. <laughs> I won't spoil that. I'll just spoil her her Blastoise knowing fly. <laughs> She's definitely better than Red. Yes. She's got personality and stuff. She's probably not... Well... I like her more than Fuko from Flame of Reke, if I'm being honest. That's fair. Mainly because I've just been disappointed with Fuka. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it may not be fair to say, hey, let's jump up here and put her above, because I feel like we rated Fuko and we're like, Fuko's great. Yes. We've but, moved her before, though, I'm pretty sure. It, we have. Ochiko from My Hero is not too much higher. I don't think she's as good as Ochiko. No. Takagi's up here. She's not as good as Takagi. Mm-mm. Not as good as Hinata from Haikyuu. Mm-mm. Uh, not as good as Tobio Kagiyami from Haikyuu. Mm. I'd put her above Chihaya from Chia Fuyuro, but I think that's just because I love Green. I could see that. She seems like a lot of fun. All right. Green will go at number 26 above Chihaya Ayase and below Tobio Kagiyama. And that'll do it for this week. What are we going to read next week, Kevin? So next week, we're going to read Dead Man Wonderland, which is an anime that I saw a while ago and is about a dude in this weird prison, basically. Okay. Sounds like an anime. Mm-hmm. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts. We are just about to wrap up with Gundam Build Divers on It's a Gundam and get back to Gundam Sea Destiny, so that'll be fun. Finish that off with the last eight episodes and try to remember what's going on. Mm-hmm. If you want to j- be a patron, www.patreon.com slash lastpodcasts. Kevin and I, and I are about to record another What's a Gundam. It's been like a thousand years, I think. Yes. So if you want to hear Kevin flounder about what he remembers about Gundam Wing, that is where to do it. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Don't you know, subliminal manipulation.